The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I not only say the things I need to say, but the things I think you need to hear. And your feelings, they're not a factor. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. We're going to start out as we do by saying Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tebby, Javier, Fitz McShane, El Jefe, El Devlin, and El Morte. Thank you guys for your support. It means a lot to me. I really do appreciate it. It's, you know, I don't consider you guys just my listeners, my supporters. I consider you guys my friends. And if there's anything I can ever do for my friends, you just reach out to me and let me know. Because I really, really appreciate it. Uh, just all the support and the love I get from you guys. So thank you. All right, so that being said, let's get into the meat and potatoes of where we're going to go with this episode. There are some things we need to touch base on real quick. Uh, First and foremost is I do feel the need to make an addendum to a statement I made last week when I was talking about the Weathered Report, which is the podcast that uh, I was talking about, about friend of the show, Ken Madden. Uh, I may have missold this, and I do owe the the other hosts of the show an apology. Uh, It's not an individual effort. It's a panel show. Ken is one-third one of the regular panel, I guess is the best way of putting it. The other hosts are Bruce McGee and Chris Harkos. Uh, Chris also has another podcast. Haven't really checked it out too much. I did listen to a little bit of it. That's definitely something I'm going to be listening to more of, the Music Making Sense podcast. There'll be a link for that in the show notes, too. But yeah, so they they're, 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 they just put their second episode out on the new one, The Weathered Soul, or The Weathered Report, and um, it's it, it was it was really entertaining. I popped in there live for a little bit uh, while they were recording it. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, they're, 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 they're sharp guys. They're on the stick. They, they've got some good stuff to talk about, and you should definitely go check them out. And um, even uh, Jason, the, the guy who owns HorribleDesigns.com, popped in on, on, the, on the feed as the, the uh, sort of the silent partner guy in the corner, <laughs> in the corner of the screen. And it was uh, it, it's a, it's a good time. It's a good show. Like I said, these guys are having some good conversations, talking about things that are relevant to the world today. So I really do think you guys should go check them out. Um, second thing I want to do while I'm doing housekeeping stuff is there will be an announcement coming up here um, shortly uh, in, in, in the near future. Uh, once I get some logistical stuff figured out, we're going to be doing something else fun. Um, a little th- trying to drive some engagement, trying to drive some listener interaction and trying to maybe get you guys to get some more people listening to the show. I'm looking at a way to set up something kind of like a prize or referral bonus kind of deal. Um, so I don't have a logistics figured out on it yet, but it is something I'm working on. Uh, last thing is there will be, uh, the January Patreon episode. Cause I've decided I've, I've made my uh, commitment that I'm going to be better about making Patreon content for the people who support the show because you guys deserve better from me. So the January episode, unfortunately got delayed because a bunch of shit went sideways around the house and I've been a little under the weather. So sitting down and talking for an extended amount of time did not really feel very appealing. Um, particularly because the last couple of regular episodes have been long. I could not see what I wanted to talk about for the episode for the, uh, Patreon episode, uh, being a short conversation. And I just, it'll be coming out hopefully this week at the latest by, by this weekend at the absolute latest. So it may be the beginning of February, but that just means you get two bonus episodes in February. 
So, um, yeah, anyways, <laughs> that is uh, coming up for all the existing Patreons. And if you sign up for Patreon or buy me a coffee, any of the methods for supporting the show, you do get access to all the stuff from the past, too. So that's... Uh, it's it's not like a, this is a it drops and then it disappears or kind of deal. You get all the archive stuff, uh, live unedited versions of all the guest shows because uh, I do go through and clean up the guest episodes a certain amount because I don't know if you noticed, but I am incapable of talking a short amount of time, and pretty much everybody plans on talking to me for about a half hour, forty five minutes, and then it winds up being a two or three hour deal uh, because that's just the way my my personality appears to impact people. And I do chop them down for the free feeds to, you know, take out a lot of the extraneous stuff, try and keep conversations more on point. But also because the the people who pay for the behind the scenes stuff get the behind the scenes stuff. You want the full unedited versions of these guest episodes? You gotta open the wallet. Um, also, there's a little bit more stuff in there that maybe I don't necessarily want out there for the free feeds. Uh, you know, slightly more personal stuff, slightly more, slightly more. Uh, details and stuff like that so anyway but that's not trying to say uh, if you're still listening on the free feeds i still love you it's still wonderful to have you here i'm not trying to denigrate or make you guys feel any any kind of way for just listening on you know spotify or apple podcasts or whatever you get your uh fix although uh based on the metrics i don't think i actually get a ton of spotify listens i think most of my plays actually come through other yeah um Spotify for podcasters does leave some some things to be desired in in their uh, metric stuff. Anyway, uh, that's completely irrelevant to the conversation. So it's been another interesting week. The world is still on the same trajectory course for just general fuckery and chaos and disorder and disarray. And there's a lot of disappointing shit going on in there. And I'm trying I'm trying not to be quite so. Uh, so morose, so dark. But on the other hand, this is what's going on in the world today, and it can only do so much. I don't want to be, you know, one of these like naively head in the sand, just ignoring the world around them, motherfuckers. Because that, I honestly think a lot of that's what got us to this point in the in the in the first place is people who were so dead set on ignoring what was going on around them that shit got completely out of hand, and now we're all struggling and trying to pick up the pieces. Meanwhile, we have politicians who have gotten way too comfortable being corrupt pieces of shit. We have the global elite who have gotten way too comfortable thinking that everybody's just going to go along with their horse shit. Now, fortunately, as of right now, it seems kind of like the elite have been put on notice that we're not going to play their games anymore and we're not going to put up with their shit. That doesn't, doesn't mean they've accepted said notice. They're not capitulating. They're not giving up. But... Things really aren't looking great for the like the WEF and all those assholes at Davos and all the people who want to tell you how we should be giving up our food and our travel and living in 15-minute cities and owning nothing and being happy. Now, that only applies to us. That only applies to the little piss ants, the peasant class. It doesn't apply to them. They're still going to have their mega yachts and their fucking private jets and their steak tartare and... All the things that they don't think we are worthy of because somehow they've got it in their heads that they're better than us. That they somehow think, through no actual qualifications of their own other than in the vast majority of these pricks, sheer you know circumstance of birth, they inherited what they have, they were given it, and it's, they've spent their entire lives 
being told they're better than everybody else, not for any real particular reason other than the fact that they must be because of who they are. And frankly, fuck each and every last one of those people for thinking that way because it's wrong, it's stupid, it's weak-minded. They are very much, in a lot of cases, these are people, you know, these are some smooth brain motherfuckers. These are people one step ahead of Cletus from the fucking trailer park. It just happens to be Cletus with fucking millions and millions of dollars. Meanwhile, the European farmers are still protesting. Not that you'll see any coverage of it here in the States on any mainstream media outlet. But there are still protests in Germany and France, and they're doing what they've been doing all this time. They are just drowning the bureaucrats in literal shit, which I love. They're blocking roads. They are blocking train tracks. They, the, the train unions are protesting with the farmers. All these industries that are being impacted by this global you know, environmental cult. There's no other way to put it because there's plenty of science out there that shows these people are full of shit and all these things that they're trying to raise the crisis alarm on are horseshit. They're, the, the planet has weather. It's always had weather. It's always going to have weather. The sun impacts the, the weather patterns more than anything humanity can do to contribute to it. Every single climate alarm that has been raised since I was a child has been fucking wrong. These doomsayers and all these, you know, green, you know, panic inducers have been proven wrong time and time again, and the world writ large is sick of their shit. They don't get that because, again, they have this elitist mentality and this disease of self-delusionment where they think because they're saying it, the rest of the world fucking values it. Like, we're sitting around hanging on and waiting for them to come down and bless us with their wisdom. When real in reality, the vast majority of the world could care less what these fuckheads think, and a huge segment of the population holds these assholes in actual contempt, in case you can't tell I fall under that umbrella. I am at the point where if some global elitist motherfucker came up to me without their bought-and-paid security, and started saying that shit, I would probably wind up getting hit with an assault charge because I I just, I can't, I can't deal with that horseshit anymore. And if it was on a level play, playing field, I, after I got done making them have their feelings hurt verbally, there's a very real chance I would bitch slap them. You know, I'm not saying like full on beating their brains in, although I'm sure in a lot of cases I probably could. I mean, I'm not saying some of these elitist sacks of shit don't, take care of themselves physically and they're not in decent shape and they but it doesn't necessarily mean they could hold their own in a fight i'm sure there's probably a few that you know go out there and get their rocks off actively getting in fights and getting beaten by prisoners or some sort of shit i'm sure there's some exceptions to the rule but by and wide most of them don't strike me as real intimidating individuals and i'd be more than happy to put my fucking hands on most of them and not in a friendly kind of way but ultimately the globe's patience with the global elite is running thin and they're completely out of fucking touch about it because there were some polls that came out that basically said if you're looking at that one percent the people who you know particularly college educated because you know that's where the indoctrination happens individuals in that one percent making over one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year they have very skewed perceptions from the rest of the fucking planet in terms of 
they think people have too many freedoms. They think people use too much fuel. They think people eat too much food. They think people have access to too many luxuries that they don't deserve. Now, you go to the other 98.9% of the planet, they disagree on all that shit. It's more like 16% of the population thinks we have too much freedom or we have too much access to fuel and to food and to things like that. So it's definitely a case of elitist motherfuckers thinking they're better than everybody else because they're not volunteering to give up that shit themselves. They're not going to lead by example. They're not going to give up all their privilege and luxury and, and amenities to lead the way. They just want everybody else to do that. That's for the peasants. That's for the nobodies. That's for the poor people. And I've been saying this in a lot of different ways and a lot of different places lately. Whether it ties into the media or the government or the global elites. You may think you hate these people, but you don't fucking hate them enough. If you, no matter how much you think, no matter how low your opinion is of these motherfuckers, it's not low enough because they don't even view you as the same species. You are not worthy of the qualities that make a human life worth fucking living in their mind. Because we exist for their convenience, their comfort, and we are the peasants. We are the peons. We are the serf class. They are elite. They are ordained. They are christened. They are the ones who are here to enjoy the fruits of life and to live the best life they can. Because all these policies and plans and things they want to implement aren't going to impact them. Everything down to like the stupid shit where they're talking about banning gas stoves. Not all gas stoves, just certain models, like all the models that are affordable for regular fucking people because they have the privilege to buy the things that are expensive that are going to be allowed under this policy. And fuck you. Fuck your parents for raising you. Fuck your ancestors for having a weak fucking lineage. Fuck your weak seed self. Fuck any children you might have. Fuck any progeny of that entire bloodline. Fuck the fucking monkey that climbed down and spawned your great 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 grandpappy i hope all the bad things happen to you i hope you get ascending fucking urethra cancer and i hope it's fucking aggressive and that's a global look at the world right now uh on to slightly more pressing things oh and in a side note funny thing Greta Thunberg is apparently no longer going to be worried about climate change. She has now uh, moved on to genocide and and in in Gaza. So, um, yeah, that tells you how serious that that particular issue is. But uh, again, fuck that little fucking troglodyte. Anyway, uh, to bring it around to a more regional thing or local thing, not local to me per se, but the back to the states. Um, since uh, approximately 77% of my listeners are still U.S.-based, so I'm sorry, uh, Canadians, my my number two, <laughs> followed shortly thereafter by the U.K., which I'm surprised by. But anyway, um, yeah, to my other listeners, again, going to go local. Sorry, this is where I am. These are where the things that are bothering me come up. But realistically, um, <laughs> As the states go, so go the West. I mean, I I really don't know how to say it. There's a lot of shit that would be going on on a global scale if there wasn't for the fact that, you know, I mean, we still got enough Americans willing to tell people to get fucked. And speaking of telling people to get fucked, so the border crisis in Texas is still ongoing. Uh, Biden issued a statement saying, well, you got till the end of the day to 
get them troops out and follow the Supreme Court. Let us come in and cut the razor wire. And Abbott said no. And so then they said another, well, you're, 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 this is, you gotta let us in and we gotta come in and we're gonna take that wire down. Now, first off, all the Supreme Court, like I said last week, all they did was issue a statement saying that until this is solved, they can't keep the Border Patrol out. Now, and again, basically the Border Patrol more or less said, yeah, we're not gonna come do this. Um, and Abbott said, no, the fuck you're not. And, the 25 other states that have signed up to support Texas and the governors have signed issued a statement saying they support Texas's right to defend their own borders. And several states have sent additional troops to Texas to bolster the Texas National Guard. And Biden said, well, you know, we have the option of federalizing the the Texas National Guard to and putting bring them under our command and then we're going to tell them to clear out. And then here's the thing is I don't think they're going to fucking listen if he tries it. They've shown no inclination to say, yeah, you know what, you're right. Because at the end of the day, they're still fucking Texans. And uh, and granted, Texas is a lot more purple than we'd like, but at the same time, it's still fucking Texas. From the hosts that brought you Fraternize with These Guys, Bleach Bros Podcast, and the Dads on Dayquil, comes a show full of raunchy and hilarious content. Hosted by the plumptable shirtless man who is oft mistaken for a chupacabra, Beezy. Hard to pass up breakfast in head. <laughs> <laughs> Connoisseur of boobies and subies, B-word. What did you call it? A swamp what? A swamp gopper. <laughs> You'll often find him in the hateful gnome's music hut, Jordan, a.k.a. the gnome. And that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is why women shouldn't drive. So. <laughs> <laughs> From the Stone Safe House, AJ, aka the Stoned. I got, I got like a fucking four, a four footer bong. I'm like, can anyone help? Can you put your saber on that end? Subscribe to Raunchy Regret Podcast on your favorite podcast platform, or check out their other content at linktr.ee forward slash Raunchy Regret. All right, so how's that for getting results? You talk shit in one episode, and you get the promo you asked for. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that, guys. Go check out the Raunchy Regret Podcast. Uh, again, I mentioned it last week. Now I got my promo. I win. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so the uh, thing that I've noticed, and this is kind of tying into the border patrol, uh, border conflict going on in Texas. And again, this is through social media. I really haven't met anybody who's really been that passionate to talk to it in person about it, you know, I mean, obviously that's, I'm not in Texas. I'm not even remotely close to where this is going on. And I'm in a state whose fat, worthless, jelly-filled fuck Muppet of a governor will never, ever be willing to support something like, you know, doing the right thing. He'll call upon it. He'll posture about it. He'll try and pay lip service to the idea of doing the right thing. But when it comes to things like, you know, actually providing security for the nation, he's not interested in that. He's only interested in his private security while his fat ass is fucking you know, living high on the people's dime and trying to be an impressionist piece of shit. Okay, that's that's enough about that jelly-filled fuck Muppet. But anyway, point being, <laughs> um, just in the last, like, 48 hours watching social media, paying attention to what's going on there, and I've said this in the past, I'm going to reiterate this, I'm going to try not to harp on it too much because it really... It's it's kind of a depressing thing. It's a bummer. It's not something I want to focus on. But 
something I have observed, and it's I've I've touched on it in the past. I've talked about it in prior episodes. I'm going to talk about it again because it's still rolling around in my mind. And like most things that have permanent residence in my head, it the the thoughts behind it change and evolve a little bit and develop, and I think become more refined and more crystallized. Um, and for as much as I talk, I'm not always really good at getting them out of my head and into the atmosphere where I'm making myself as well understood as I feel like I need to be to get my point across, which is one of the reasons why I talk so friggin' much. But it, the thing I've been looking at, and again, based on what I've been seeing for the last 48 hours on social media platforms, and I'm not one of those people who confuses the internet with real life. I don't think internet clout is something that's better than actually being a decent human being. I don't think people giving you props online is nearly as important as people that will fucking pay you respect in person. I mean, that's one thing I can say. There's not a lot of people that I interact with on a day-to-day basis that will act anything like they would online if they were talking shit. And I pretty much guarantee most of these people that are internet tough guys and have their 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 keyboard warrior muscles realistically would not say the same shit to me in person. And the ones that would would find out really quick that they're not behind a keyboard any fucking more. But one of the things I've been seeing in the last like 40 again 36 to 48 hours depending on kind of how you want to look at the starting point on this. And again, it is all coming from left-leaning individuals, people with, you know, flags in their in their bios and pronouns, and not American flags either. Ukrainian flags, Palestine flags. Yeah, I'm, I saw some Somali ones on there. People are out here stumping for the Houthis and all this other shit. Um, but literally every one of them gleefully talking about. Yeah, well, if Civil War Two does kick off, I can't wait to see you, you know, you weekend soldiers and all this other shit, and just all this shit talking about how, yeah, we'll see how well you're doing against jets, and I can't wait to see drone strikes against you, and blah, 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 blah. And to the point where there's, like, a Democratic congressman from fucking Texas, or state senator, whatever he is, I've, 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 I'm, I'm so frustrated at this point, I, I can't even keep my mental notes straight, but... So this asshole sending out posts on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck you want to call it, literally like talking shit to people that are saying that what Texas is doing is right because he's a Democrat. He's one of the people making Texas purple. He feels like these people that are securing the border are somehow a threat to his constituents. And the people that are coming down to support this are all, he, he literally said, I can't wait till one of you gets taken out by a Hellfire missile fired from a drone. This is a sitting politician currently in office, literally wishing death on American citizens at the hands of the American government. Maybe he's trying to be funny. He fucking failed miserably. But this is the thing that I'm thinking about, and this is the thing that has been rolling around in my head a lot, and you're seeing a metric fuck ton, and maybe that's my algorithm, maybe my internet feeds feed me this shit deliberately because of the stuff I interact with, which is how those things work. I tried having a conversation with the wife about that the other day, where she was talking about, you know, all these ads for all these fucking books that keep coming up in my Facebook feed, and don't you hate these? And I'm like, I've never fucking seen one of those much less having them pop up in my feed all the time because that's not something that 
the algorithm thinks I need to fucking see. It won't hold my interest. I'm not going to give a shit. So they don't show it to me. That's how these things work. So yeah, I get a lot of shit that gets my, my, my friggin' heart rate up and my, my, uh, ire flowing. And <laughs> I, honestly, I'm at the point I almost caved this week and did something that I swore to myself I was never going to do. I might've even said it publicly at one point or another. I almost signed up for X blue or verified or whatever. Not because I would give a shit about the check mark. Not because I'm worried about monetizing because none of my posts get that kind of fucking interaction. No matter what I say, what I post, what I do, my impressions are never out of like the triple digits. I've never had anything go viral. I've never had anything hit 10,000 impressions, 20,000 impressions, any of the numbers that any of even the most minusculely monetized accounts do. I have podcast friends who put up tweets that do numbers in the 150, 200,000 impression range. I have people that, you know, I <laughs> maybe friends is a strong word. I have, I have friends in the podcast community as, as everybody's well aware. I'm sure half the people listening to this are my friends in the podcast community. Uh, my friends in the podcast community, the bulk of the names I say at the beginning of the show are fellow podcasters. Um, that's how we are. It's kind of one big happy family. We love each other. We support each other. But I have other accounts and other creators that I interact with that I would hesitate to call them friends more, but we are acquaintances. They know who I am. I know who they are. We have interacted outside of, you know, normal, like, fan and follower interactions where it's actual back and forth and conversations and engagement. So there's that. But... I mean, we're talking people, and I'm, none of the people I interact with are doing like Joe Rogan numbers or anything like that, but doing significantly more than I am, doing it where they're actually making some money. Maybe not a ton of money, not Mr. Beast numbers, not Joe Rogan numbers, but, you know, they're making enough to be comfortable, a little extra spending money here and there. Money that would, you know, make a huge difference to a schlub like me who's, you know, for better or for worse, I am a fucking peasant. I may be a very intelligent peasant. I may be a... <laughs> kind of, you know, shirt sleeves to shirt sleeves in three generations kind of peasant. I don't know. I mean, I, my, I, I was not raised to think of myself as a peasant, but I've made a lot of questionable life choices that have landed me squarely in the fact that I am one of the peasantry at this point. But I digress again. This is not farming for pity or any of that shit. But point being, I almost paid for a Twitter blue X verified, whatever the fuck you, what they're calling it. I almost broke down and paid up, signed up for the prescription subscription service. Not for any other reason other than the fact that I was so worked up and so enervated that the character limit almost fucking broke me. I have gotten really good at trying to parse down my thoughts to 280 characters. I've used shorthand in a lot of things. I take, I, I use like ampersands instead of the word. And that saves me two characters. Every time I want to use the word and to make a point. I was so worked up, I almost dropped the, like, $11 or whatever it is just to get the extra fucking characters so I could finish my thought in one solid, cohesive post. I didn't want to have to do one of these fucking threads that all the other brokies that don't want to pay for fucking Twitter premium, they went, okay, here's my thread, question mark of whatever, you know? No, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to take that much time because nobody reads my shit enough to follow through like that. I wanted to be able to flame the person I was pissed off at 
all in one shot, which would also probably get ignored, maybe get a few likes, maybe pick up a new follower here and there. That happens every once in a while. I will say something at one of the seats of power at some political figure, at some social influencer moron who says something just unredeemably fucking stupid and I can't help myself, but I have to say something to them. Every once in a while, I'll have something like that that hits and I get a two or three followers off, off that. And me being the kind of person I am, I'm always suspicious that some spam bot or something that's going to try and sell me an OnlyFans account or somebody that's going to ask ask me to buy some fucking Bitcoin at, at you know, $40,000 of Bitcoin or whatever the hell it's at right now, 50K per whatever whatever it is. Point being, I'm always really skeptical about that thing, but I almost broke down because I just, I couldn't take the fucking rhetoric coming out of these people. All of the, you know, quote unquote, tolerant left people, all the people who want to claim they are for inclusion and diversity and fairness. But the problem is it's only in the context of the people who are inclusive and diverse and fair and equal in the ways that they want in the there's no real tolerance there there's no real inclusion there the hard left is every bit as divisive and segregatory and honestly in a lot of ways worse than the fucking conservative side of things because everyone that wants to sit out there claiming oh well you know conservatives are all racists and conservatives are all bigots and conservatives are all phobes and no in a lot of ways conservatives just are they don't think that a bunch of change for the sake of changes. That was the original concept behind being conservative is you wanted things to just kind of stay the way they were. You didn't want a bunch of rapid change for no apparent fucking reason, which is why for a very long time I was not a conservative. I'm still technically not a conservative. If you are asking anybody, anybody who's got more than a fucking lukewarm IQ, they wouldn't think I was a conservative because I'm way too middle of the road on way too many fucking things. I am very much libertarian slash anarcho-capitalist. I think if an idea has merit, it will succeed. Or at least it should be a case of if an idea has merit, it will succeed. If an idea has legs, it will fucking run. And if it's a bad idea, it will fail. And and the market and the system will fucking tank it because nobody's going to pay for a shit idea if they have an option. That's why... you know, when you have ridiculous over government overreach and government regulatory bodies and government forcing people to make selections, that's how bad ideas f- flourish and grow. That's how things that shouldn't survive do by regulation and interference. But so any any of these people that are saying, oh, well, I'm so liberal. No, the fuck you're not. You're just a different flavor of asshole because you want this. You want shit done. You want your tribe to succeed. You want everybody else to fail. You're not tolerant you're just bigoted in a different fucking manner with a different set of priorities and a different set of fucking goalposts you're aiming for you're still a close-minded judgmental fucking prick and it's really outed itself since this whole thing in texas has started now anybody with a modicum of fucking common sense including the vast majority of democrats have acknowledged that this rampant unregulated border crossing shit is a huge problem. It is a national security risk. It has replaced the economy and inflation as the primary concerns of voters in the upcoming election. Now, this has been capitalized on by the fucking sitting administration because Sleepy Joe is trying to use this, or well, I should, I I honestly, I don't believe Biden has any fucking actual control over what's going on in Washington. The guy is a fucking barely 
coherent figurehead puppet. He's not any, he's just the fucking face they dope up with whatever chemical cocktails they pump into him to get a few more sentences out of him. They trot him out to the mic. He says his piece. He shits his pants. He starts to slur and stutter and get shit wrong. And they handle him off the stage. So he's out of the fucking public sight. But that's what he is. He is nobody with any real brain thinks he's actually the one pulling the strings and making the calls anymore. But the powers that be are trying to leverage this fucking border crisis. They've spent three years saying it's not a problem. It's not a crisis. Meanwhile, 30 million motherfuckers have come over here undocked. And those are the ones we can, that's a guesstimate because we can't really say those are the gotaways. That's not even the, we never saw them in the first places. There are, they've acknowledged that they have found terrorists that have been loose and rampant in the country for the last like 11 months to two years with some of the guys they've recently caught. And they're trying to make a big deal out of the fact that they recently caught them. They're ignoring the fact that they've been loose for two fucking years, setting up God knows how many sleeper cells, how many plans, how many. Because that's the thing about known terrorists. They don't just sit around waiting for their chance to terrorist. They make plans. They organize. They plot. They scheme. They make preparations. They, that's what sleeper cells are. They come in. They get a bunch of like-minded motherfuckers who they say, you wait for the signal, and then you fuck some shit up. And... They've had years unchecked to go around doing this shit and setting up cells and setting up plans and putting things in motion, setting up slush funds by their their financial backers. And they all have financial backers. Terrorists are funded groups. It's not just, I mean, occasionally you get the fucking Unabomber type guys, but by and wide, terrorists have financial backers. They have people financing them, getting them supplies to do the fucking shit they need to do. They have nation states backing them. They have individual rich motherfuckers backing them. I'm sure some of them are probably backed by the fucking global elitist motherfuckers that were in Davos because they have to have contingency plans. And those contingency plans may consist of having some people come in and fucking some shit up. But ultimately, the, like I said, I'm, I'm, the back to the thing that's been rolling around in my head, I'm seeing more and more of the harder and harder left jumping at this and and I've always said they're really keen on the idea of hurting people that don't agree with them. You've seen it over the fucking summer of love when all the fucking pro, pe- mostly peaceful protests were burning cities to the fucking ground when people were afraid to leave their homes because they went outside and got beaten down for being the wrong fucking skin color. Things like this and they're still happening. You go into these deep blue shitholes there are like gangs of youths and they're not all natural born citizen type youths either, but a lot of them are because, you know, teenagers are running wild and unchecked because they don't have any parents. They don't have, this is what happens when you have youth that are raised by a society that by and why don't really fucking care about them. Don't value them as anything other than pawns to continue enriching a very small portion of the population. So they don't have to have strong morals and strong values because people with strong morals and strong values are harder to fucking manipulate. But you get these roving little terrorist groups, like five or six teenagers beating up an elderly white guy. They're not going to beat up some guy like, I mean, okay, if I get five or six angry children of whatever descent, whatever group of refugees that are bored, they might decide to try and jump me. But I pretty much guarantee because they're cowards and they only travel in packs, you break one or two fucking arms and maybe a neck. The rest will probably scatter. 
And if you jump me, you're going to get fucking lead poisoning in the process. So, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm, <laughs> I have no problem going to jail if I took a couple of them fucking with me. But that's the difference. That's the thing that's been lurking in the back of my mind for the last few days is all this violence and rhetoric coming out of all these leftist assholes all has one very significant vein that ties it all together, makes it all very uniformly fucking ridiculous in my mind, is every last threat I have seen towards the people who are calling for standing up against the government, for everyone who is being staunchly anti-statist, for everyone who is saying, this is where we draw the fucking line, for all the people that are saying, this could be the start of another fucking civil war. I honestly, I don't think it's going to get that fucking bad unless they want it that bad to try and fudge the election and make the, and call it off. That's the only reason I could see it escalating to that fucking point. I really don't think, I mean, we're, we're getting damn close in a lot of ways, but, and it's really hard for the Biden administration to get out of this saving face. They're fucking trying. They're right now saying, well, well, if you sign the, if, if, if the house passes this bill, we'll sign it as soon as it's on my desk. The catch to that is, and enough people know it and are being vocal about it where I don't think it's necessarily going to work out the way they think it does. All these current plans that, oh, well, if, if, if you do this, I can close the border. The president right now has all the power and authority he needs to literally shut the fucking border down, like close it up as tight as a drum and say no more in, no more out, until we figure out what the fuck's going on. He has all the authority he needs to do it. All the tools are already in fucking place. He refuses to do it, and then he's trying to blame conservatives for his inaction, and they're still not acknowledging that the last three years were an absolute shit show in terms of how these things went. They're just saying, oh, well, yes, we're acknowledging that it's a crisis now because all of our deep blue cities where all of our funding and all of our backing comes from are all miserable because you shipped all these fucking immigrants that were coming across the board undocumented illegally to all these deep blue sanctuary cities that never expected to have to deal with the problems that they were out here fucking endorsing. So he's in a position where he's trying to save face, trying to act like it wasn't all his fault to fucking begin with. And so now we have all these leftist talking heads, social media influencers, generals, just average fucking people that are the pronouns in their bios, fucking Ukrainian flags, fucking Palestinian flags, fucking he, she, they, them, trans flags, pride flags. And I've said it a million fucking times. I don't care if you're trans. I don't care if you're LGBTQ. Any of those, the IA plus, you can all go fuck right off there. All the, all the recent, any letters that have been added in the last like five years, fuck you. You're, you, you that shit's made up. There's not 97 fucking genders. You ought to be grateful. I'm giving you, you know, the I, the LGBTQ is pretty much where I was ready to draw the line. The T's, I get it. If you need to do that to live your best life, as long as you're reasonable about it, you're not trying to shove it down somebody else's throat. Okay, I don't fucking care. It doesn't have any impact on my day-to-day. I'm not going to think less of you because you needed to do something to feel like you're in the right body until you're a prick about it. Once you become a prick about it, that's when I have a problem with you, and that's when you can get fucked. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> the point is, all these people that are out here are like, oh, well, just wait, you fucking dumb rednecks, you're going to get yours, and you can't stand up to the government. There's, they got tanks, they got guns, they got bombs, they got drones, they got soldiers, they got planes, they got this, they got that. 
they all have the same mentality and there's a huge, huge fault in it. And none of them see it because there's this huge degree of arrogance because they are 110% convinced, not only in the own just sanctimonious self-righteousness of their stance and how they must be right because it's their stance. They are completely convinced that because they are coming down on the side of the state, they cannot fail. They cannot be wrong because obviously the state has their back. They're and the huge blind spot in it, the huge gaping fucking hole. And the funny thing is, uh, as social media tends to do with the back and forth and the fighting on there, I've seen the point thrown out more than one time where somebody will say it and they, the person who it's being said to automatically takes it to the wrong place, misses the implications of everything else, and completely refuses to see any kind of deeper factors to this. But they, you know, people, a lot of these people that are, you know, oh, well, I'm a patriot and I believe in freedom and this and that and the other. And if the government comes to us, blah, blah, blah. And it's never, it's never started by the conservatives and by the quote unquote patriot individuals. They're never sitting there saying, well, we're going to come after the government. They're saying if the government comes after us and we have to defend ourselves. That's the first major difference. The fucking leftist, statist sacks of shit are calling for government actively attacking these people for standing up on what they believe in. Now, if they were standing up for a fucking junkie that died while being arrested, these assholes would lose their shit if the government came and said, no, you can't do that. But since these people are standing up for something the fucking purple hair people don't agree with, they're bad and the government has to come down on them hard to teach them how bad they are. They must be punished. But what they forget is these military individuals, these soldiers, these planes, these tanks, these Everything they like to reference that, oh, well, you can't use, you can't stand up to the government because they got this, that, and the other. A, every single one of those pieces of equipment requires maintenance and operators. None of that shit operates itself. It all has to be controlled. It has to be operated by people skilled and trained in the use and operation of that. By and wide, the attendance in the United States military has dropped off severely compared to what it used to be. More of the high-skilled positions are not recently filled positions. These are people that have been in there for quite a while. These are people that are lifers. These are people that have been in there, and they're close to getting their 20 years. They're close to getting their papers. They're close to leaving. Those people have an entirely different mindset. (laughs) They're a lot less likely to be willing to use their lethal skills on their fellow American citizens because that still means something to a lot of them. All of them, no, but a lot of them. The second major flaw in their approach to, well, big daddy government, you can't stand up to big daddy government. A lot of these people that are talking about standing up to big daddy government are retired former soldiers. A lot of them are actually still of fighting age, but they just got sick of the shit they were dealing with, whether it be the inclusion of DEI and all the other bullshit or the bringing all the pride stuff in, you know, shit that really has nothing to do with actually being in military service, being prioritized instead of the service part of the service being prioritized. So a lot of them that are still technically, you know, combat age and a lot of them kept themselves combat ready, just left because they were sick of what the military was turning into. Those are the people that they're going to be fighting against. So you're talking about people who are also aware of the capacities and capabilities of these, this equipment very realistically should shit actually start going sideways and the U S military comes up against the national guard. 
there's a very real chance that a lot of these people are going to come out of retirement and take shit from the military to use against the government. It's just a matter of being realistic about the thing. And the third major sticking point that has been rolling around in my head for the last couple of days as all this shit's been boiling around on, on the internet is the degree to which these motherfuckers are convinced that they're somehow going to win when they don't have the same degree of commitment to their belief structure. And when I say that, they pay a lot of you know lip service to it. They are really good at making a huge fucking din about how sanctimonious they are, how self-righteous they are, how their beliefs are what people should be living by. But the problem is, and I've said this before, You've got a bunch of people who are willing to die for what they believe in. And this is the side of things I come down on, which, you know, for what it's worth, this is my perspective on things. But I'm, if it becomes a matter of things that are jeopardizing or putting my family or the people I care about in harm's way, I'm willing to die for what I believe in to protect them. I'm willing to risk my life to defend my beliefs. All of these assholes on the left that are pushing for this shit, they're calling for violence against their fellow United States citizens in the name of it, forcing their ideals and their beliefs on other people are not on the same level. I mean, some of them might be, but the vast majority of these motherfuckers who are running their mouths on a day-to-day basis on every social media platform they can, recording TikToks, recording videos, recording Instagrams, whatever, Getting it out there, how, you know, oh, look at me, I'm so smart, I'm going to talk shit about every fucking redneck motherfucker who's down there with guns, and you think you can defeat the government with your AR-15s, and dirt, 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 you know, not taking into account that, like, Texas owns, like, a third, I think it is, of the machine guns in the country are just in the state of Texas, so, yeah, no, those aren't ARs, <laughs> they have fucking miniguns mounted on the backs of Jeeps for fucking hunting hogs. These are not people who are just going to go, oh, I got my AR-15. But, you know, on the other hand, you want to talk shit about people with fucking air quote, big fucking air quotes, assault weapons, um, which is a stupid fucking term, but I digress. Um, The difference is these are people that are fighting for something they believe in. They're willing to risk their lives for what they believe in. They're willing to possibly die in the name of their beliefs. All of these other motherfuckers on the left are only willing to have other people die for them. Now, not all of them. Again, like I said, I'm sure there's some exceptions. I'm sure there's some leftists that are out there going, well, we got guns too, and we're going to come fight you fucking motherfuckers. They're, you know, And you saw people at least trying to cosplay as people that actually stood up for their beliefs. When you look at like the Antifa motherfuckers who were out there trying to stir shit up during the riots. And by and why, when they came up on anybody that really was you know sincere about their beliefs, they got their asses beat and they scattered quickly because... When they don't have overwhelming numbers, when they're not backed up by something that will put them in an advantageous position, they're fucking cowards at their core. They're not willing to act on their own. They're not willing to stand alone. And that's one of the things about these people who are genuinely standing up for their beliefs. The conservatives, the centrists, even some of the left-leaning people who are just sick of it. They've been pushed too far. They're tired of being taken advantage of. They're tired of being made to be like third-class citizens, not even second-class citizens, because the illegal migrants are the second-class citizens. The elites are still the elites. But when they're prioritizing all this new population that they're bringing in to replace the population that's in place currently, 
the, the existing population has a tendency to get irritated, except for the ones that have their heads so far up each other's asses that they can't smell the shit. But again, those are people, they're not willing to die for their convictions. They're willing to kill, have other people die. They're willing to have other people killed in the name of their convictions. And those people should feel advantage. They they should feel, what's the word I'm looking for? They should feel privileged to be dying in the name of these purple-haired assholes' beliefs. And that's genuinely what these fucks think because... Again, like I said, ultimately, at the end of the day, they're, they're, the quality and content of their character is fucking nil. They have no quality to their character. They are very shallow, superficial fucking cowards. They don't have any strong core. They don't have a core set of beliefs. They have a lot of ideas. They have a lot of things that they were told makes them special and unique, but it's all surface shit. It's all... It's 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 little ponds. They... It's reflective because it's what everybody else around them is telling them they should be. And there's no actual depth. There's no core. There's no strength. There's nothing solid to build on. It's shitty foundations with shitty product built on top of it. And it all falls down at the drop of a hat. And it can't stand up to any real scrutiny. That's why they have to silence any dissident. And it can't stand up to any fucking objective reality. That's why they have to have censorship and they label things as misinformation because it doesn't fit the narrative because if these ideas and thoughts are allowed to flourish then it fucks with the program and everything falls down because their cores are weak their cores are fragile their egos and their mentality is so fucking just shattered and broken and skewed that they don't have that core so they're never realistically going to win they, because when you don't have a solid core, when you don't have a solid set of foundations, you don't have the fortitude to see things through. You're not going to have the commitment. When you're not willing to gamble everything on what you believe in, when you're only willing to gamble what somebody else can afford to lose, you're never going to fucking win. I mean, maybe small victories here and there, but nothing lasting, nothing permanent, nothing real. Because it's all built on bullshit. And anyway, uh, I've been babbling about this longer than I should have, so I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening to me babble again. I hope this wasn't too heavy for you, Chris. Uh, I'm sure you probably had to take a breather or two in there somewhere if you're listening. And uh, for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord. Come and interact. Be a part of the show. Buy the merch. Support your favorite creator. Or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.